Fresh Podcast Market. I'm here with my friend, Teresa. Teresa, how are you? It's bold of you not to mention that we currently are looking at each other while we record this. I was going to bring that up after I fi- we finished with your introduction. We, for the first time, Fresh Podcast Market is being recorded locally in the same room. Tease and I are looking at each other while we record. It's very weird. And I absolutely hate it. (laughs) I love it. We have here with us Annie, a guest from a previous episode. Annie is here because we are talking about... I'm sorry, we don't have a podcast idea. (laughs) You'll know this because you'll see the title of the episode, but we're just talking about Cats 2019. We saw Cats. I made my friends see cats with me for my cats chillerette party because i got fucking married this weekend and tease is here with me and annie is here with me and we have seen cats and i just want to get a feel of the room tease how did you feel about cats 2019 one day you will die by my hand tease said that during the movie I have a very important question, though. Yeah? So, in the opening song, yes. they talk about... No, I'm sorry, not the opening song, the second song? And they're in the graveyard, and they're talking about cats. What a cat's made of, and how there's three different cats. Yeah. So, in the song, shut up, please. So, in the song, they talk about how cats are named stuff like Jack. Cats have three names. Yeah, how cats are named shit like Jack and Lucy and all that shit. But how the fuck do you get a name like Rum Tum Tugger? This is a very good question, Teresa, and I have to say, I cannot tell you. Rum Tum Tugger is one of the two or third names. Because that's the thing, is like, Victoria, that was her given name. That was the weird, like, that's the human name. Her Christian name. Yeah, her Christian name. And then cats have their own personal name. I still have never figured out what the third name is. Uh, It's the name that the cat only has personal to yeah. I guess. I guess. But Rum Tum Tugger and Mr. Mistopheles is their second name. That is the cat name. Their third name is homosexual. Yes. Except for in this movie because they made Mr. Mistopheles my son, my perfect boy, the light of my life, into a heterosexual for this movie. I will concede that he is bisexual in the original canon, but there was never any sort of, in Cats 2019, if for some reason, listeners, you have not seen Cats and are listening to this anyway, there is a subplot that they introduced into the movie where Mr. Mistopheles and Victoria are like, they don't say it, but, like, they keep, like, being all cats they, on each other. They keep other. rubbing their faces into each other's necks like weirdo cats. Can you imagine what it would be like to record this fucking movie? You and your little goddamn green screen jumpsuit just nuzzling your fucking face into some other weirdo guy's face. I would want to die before I was in this movie. I hate it. <laughs> that sounds like my BFA program. I just wanted to get there. I didn't like how some of them wore clothes while other ones didn't. Some of the cats wore coats and shoes and other cats 
did not. Some of them were naked. Specifically, there is a pair of cats in the credits labeled as lay twins. Not the twins. Lay twins. Because they're fancy. Who are naked, except they wear tennis shoes. We don't understand. And you know what else sucked? This was black cat phobia. All of yeah. like the cats that are supposed to be bad, like Idris Elba being Mr. Magic Cat, that's not Mr. Mistopheles, but makes everybody poop in a fucking smoke onto a goddamn boat. And Jennifer Hudson, who just, listen, just because you're a prostitute doesn't mean that you're bad. Why would you shun her? And she was a darker colored cat. And like, Idris okay. Elba was a weird I'm gonna be, boy. I'm going to be for real with you. The fact that Idris Elba, the evil cat, McCavity, that's his name, Rum Tum Tugger, the sexy cat, and Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. God damn it. We keep saying Jennifer this. Lawrence. But Jennifer Hudson, the sad prostitute cat. The fact that all of these three characters were like the only black people in the movie. I mean, to be there fair, also were those random Asian cats, but why weren't there any random Asian well, cats in the main? But I was be- also gonna say there was also that other non-named like chorus cat who is also black, but she was also really mean. So like it also adds to more racism. Also, I don't want. Oh yeah, yeah, I liked her. She was cute. <laughs> I mean, she was mean, but she was cute. But it, but my point is, is that the fact that all of these people who were people of color, black people playing cats who had some sort of negative quality to them. It's not a good look. Mm -hmm. And like, I really, I get the feel from the film that this is not any sort of intended thing, but that makes it even worse, honestly, because white people be. Also, why did Taylor Swift have to sing in a goddamn British accent? Taylor Swift is really bad. Well, also in like, in the realm of like racism and like black people, we also have to remember this film was directed by Tom Hooper, who is Britain centralized in the world of film. I actually, so, like, I don't really know that much about Tom Hooper. Me either. He directed like Miz and he also directed The King's Speech. Oh, and, like, he's he not sure like, did. he's not like a horrible like director, but like, King's he's just good. He's very much Britain. It's Oscar bait. You like Oscar bait. No, King's Speech is no. Oscar bait because it won Oscars. I mean, but it was made to be Oscar bait. I mean, it was released during Oscar season, so yes. Yeah. And also, like, the whole cast. But Ditto, Ditto is in here the first time an episode with Ditto in the background, but he's fighting with Prudence right now. But yeah, Tom Hooper is just, like, a very British director, and... Brits be racist. Whoa! Let me rephrase that. Brits be racist and turfy. Let me rephrase that. White Brits be racist. That's, yeah, fair. But yeah, so movie unintentionally racist, even though they cut out some of the more dubiously racist songs from the musical. How many songs did they cut? They only cut, like, two songs, yeah. Annie confirms two songs. It was during the when you remember uh, Gus the theater cat, Ian yeah. McKellen. Okay, guys, Ian McKellen, Gus the theater cat, unironically, Stan. Like he was really good. He was <laughs> really as, good. Like, look, 
it's a bad thing that he had to do up there, but he really fucking killed it. And honestly, he was one of the better looking of the cats because they were mostly, you are also ugly. Yeah. Ian McKellen, I thought, really killed it. But there's... Also, he was an alcoholic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Gus has, like, a sequence in the original musical where there's, like, a reenactment of, like, a couple of plays that he's been in, and it gets kind of racist, so they probably cut it. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, Which, good. <laughs> it's, it's old-timey racist, but, I mean, obviously that's not, like... Yeah. A defense. Yeah, it's just, it is what it is. But I'm kind of glad that they cut those songs because they don't really like them very much. But they added, as far as I remember, there are three new songs. They are not very good and they stick out like a sore like really hard. Victoria's was awful. Victoria has her own individual song and it definitely, like, they are gunning for Best best original. best original song at the Oscars with this one. They will not get it. They will no. not get it because it is not good. And if it beats Into the Unknown somehow, I am going to fucking riot. But... <sighs> what I find hilarious is that, like, of the three new songs, the one that was, like, clearly written to be a throwaway, which is Growl Tiger Song... Is the best of the it three It literally songs. is. Like, it is, like, it only lasts, like, 30 seconds, but it's so good. Yeah. What's the third song? Okay. The um, old Deuteronomy song at the end. Yes. Oh, God, that was awful. She just, just okay, stared guys, at the screen. If you did not see Cats, and you probably shouldn't, there is a part at the end of the movie where Judy Dench just looks at the camera and sings a song for like three uninterrupted minutes. And then everybody's overacting in the background behind her. And it's just, I got, I got war flashbacks to when I was in fifth grade and I was actually in a production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. When when the children's choir. When the, when the cinematic production of Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat comes out, I will be, flying to wherever Tease lives to see it with I them. will go absolutely feral because I love Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I'm gonna be that person. It's already come out. Donny Osmond was I was gonna say, oh, yeah, really? a Donny Osmond yeah. version. Yeah. It's really oh, I good. I no it's, it's really good. good. It's really good. I've just, I only have heard of the play. Yeah, but I would like a new one, maybe. <gasps> oh, I think a new a one would be very sexy. Yeah. I want to be one of the narrators. <gasps> Let Tease be a narrator. Let Tease be a narrator. <laughs> Tease narrator. narrator. I think I'd be great at it. I think you would be too. Thanks. I'd pay to see that. So I want to broach a subject that is important. (laughs) I would love. So unfortunately, some of the cats are hot. I want to know which cats you thought were hot. So Monkstrap, number one. Monkstrap was... Robbie yeah. Fairchild is a very attractive person. Monkey Trap is the the one who was like kind of the narrator cat. He was like gray. Uh, the gray tabby. He was like a gray tabby. And he was like kind of like leading Victoria through yes. all of the Yes. I'm having you explain the characters of the movie that Teresa saw, but to be fair, a lot of them 
have very silly names. All of them have very silly names. They except really for do. Victoria. Yeah, Victoria is the only like normal sounding name, but yeah, Monkstrap, fuck. Yes. So Monkstrap, Mungo Jerry. Mungo Jerry was hot. Okay. Mr. Mistopheles was hot because again, I love an elf man. I want this on record. My all-time celebrity crush is Elijah Wood. And Mr. Mistopheles in this movie has very Elijah Wood energy. I was say, that's not okay. Elijah Wood. <laughs> he does have Elijah Wood energy, but I will say I just did not think he was very cute. There was, I guess, it, and it may have been just the way that they changed the characterization of Mr. Mistopheles, even though technically... There are a lot of choices in this movie, and some of them I can tell, like, you made this choice because you need to give a character a character arc. Some of the choices were because they needed to make things for the movie, and even though I understand these choices, I don't like them, and I didn't like what they did with Mr. Mistopheles' character and even if now I ship Mr. Mistopheles and Monkstrap, I did not like the fact that they gave Monkstrap Mr. Mistopheles' song when it is classically sung by Rum Tum Tugger and his boyfriend. Also, Rum Tum Tugger was hot. Jason Derulo really surprised me. He actually did somehow, a really good job. Somehow the Rum Tum Tugger song is less horny than the original in this movie. That like, is true. The Rum Tum Tucker song is one of the horniest songs in the mu- in the musical, and somehow they made it less horny in the movie, and I don't understand. Can we talk about how fucked up it is that Rebel Wilson zipped off her skin? That also okay. happens in the musical. So. You are valid, but it does happen in the original. She takes she has like a coat on that's part of the fur, and then she takes it off. It's not as jarring as in the movie that we saw where she takes off her fur but like that is canon yeah that's a thing that happens because to be fair in the movie for those who have not seen the movie jenny any dots who is about wilson's character goes from being a naked cat to taking like the tag on her collar and then zipping off her naked fur to a body that is then clothed and that's like that. real weird. Okay, it's like not that. it's not a full clothed body. She only has like a vest underneath. She had shorts. Okay, vest and shorts. I hate it. That's what I that's how I feel. I hate it. I See hate it. I didn't think like cats is already pretty like fat phobic and like I was already uncomfortable with the amount of fat phobia, but like I was accustomed to it. Somehow Cats 2019 is more fat phobic than the original in a lot of ways. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that the only characters that suffer at all from slapstick humor are the two fat cats in the movie. But also, like, they just made both Jenny Annie Dots and buster jones like more fat humor than they are in the original james corden is even fat they like added the part about james corden as buster jones wanting to 
be reborn as a skinny cat because he wanted to be able to eat and become fat all over again. That's not in the original. Yeah. They added that, and also, there's a whole subplot that was not in the musical of McCavity, like, disappearing cats. And, and so, to be fair, McCavity does disappear old Deuteronomy in the musical, but only, like, once. And But they added in this subplot in the 2019 movie where he's trying to kidnap all of the cats that are trying to get reborn because he thinks that if he does that he will be the only one left who is trying to be reborn and thus will get it by default yeah pretty much yeah it's it's not a very good plan i again this is another thing that i understand why a committee of people who had to make a plot out of cats might have come up with this idea as some sort of plot because cats classically does not really have a plot. But just because I understand the changes that were made doesn't mean that they are good and work. Do we have anything positive about this movie? The girl that plays Victoria, I actually thought was a really good singer and dancer. It is unfortunate that a lot of things that they have her do in this movie are just bad because I actually felt like her performance was really good. Like when she was able to just like, I mean, the the Victoria song is bad, but, like, when she's, like, singing along to other songs and she's, like, part of it, like, I actually thought that her, like, singing and dancing were really good. Sincerely, the choreography is fantastic. Like, there, all the dancing stuff is There was some really boss choreography, especially in, like, some of the crowd scenes. They are cats. Like, it is cats. Like, and I don't mean, like, they are cats, like, they act like cats, but they are... See, everyone said this movie was, like, really horny, and, like, I can understand why people might think that, but I get the feeling that people who were talking about cats being really horny just haven't seen the musical, because it was as horny as the musical is. I feel like, though I do love the choreography, I thought the cinematography was piss poor whoever agreed the filming for like just do a wide shot like just let the company dance and fucking there were so many close-ups yeah it was not a good look like memory was almost entirely just a close-up on jennifer hudson's face and i have a feeling that the shots that were not close-ups were like a studio mandate like yeah i feel like tom hooper if he had had the opportunity would have just had that entire song be a close-up on her face. And there are so many moments where it's just like, this is just a close-up on an actor's face. Especially, like, the money shots, like, the actors that were, like, big names. Taylor Swift coming down from her moon. Taylor Swift's song is so bad. Guys, the McCavity song is actually one of my favorites from the original musical. And... It's supposed to be a duet with Bombalarina and I don't remember the other cat's name because I didn't do any research before doing this, but it's supposed to be a duet, but they had Taylor Swift do the whole song 
And she's just, like, constantly flanked by a bunch of, like, more talented backup dancers. But everybody in the movie, like, moves so fluidly and, like, they seem, like, so at ease with everything that's going on. Taylor Swift just isn't, like, she really just can't dance. We've been talking, like, everybody's been talking about how Taylor Swift can't dance for the longest time. And I really just, like, the way that she was dancing, it felt like she was doing music video dancing and not musical dancing. And that may not seem like an important distinction, but it really is. Can I say one final note? Sure. Um, I didn't think it was as horny as people made it out to be. Like, I haven't seen the musical, so I was like, oh my god, what am I walking into? And I kind of was watching, I was like, this is just literally cats, like... You just what fucking cats act like. See, I think people blew the horniness out of proportion because they just didn't know what they were getting themselves into. The weird thing about cats is that cats has this reputation. Like this this is a musical that like families go see. My mom said the same thing. And though. I I think that people who take their families to see cats just don't actually pay attention to it. And they just are like, well, we're having, like, a family night out, so, like, let's just chill. I don't think that they actually pay attention to what's happening on the stage. And I don't think that they realize just how horny Cats is, like, just by baseline. When the 98 version came out, my mom was saying that people pretty much had the same exact reaction as people are. Yeah. Like, granted, maybe we just don't remember because we're kind of... Well, yeah, I I have seen the 98 version many times. I watched it on VHS as a kid, Mm -hmm. but, like, I would not have been... In the adult conversation. Yeah, I I would not have been in a place where I could understand any of the adult (laughs) conversation happening about it. I really didn't think it was that horny. Like, I really didn't. I actually... There are parts of... Cats 2019 that that are less horny than the original musical. The Rum Tum Tugger song specifically is one of the horniest songs in the whole show and then they really made it less horny in this version. During the cat orgy scene though, when the cats were lifting up the other cats, I really thought that they were about to shove the coochie in the nose. (laughs) But... That's why I whispered, oh no, really? There are so many scenes where it seems like cats are going to kiss and then they don't. Yeah. On the note of horniness, I will say this. The show doesn't start out horny, but the second major scene is very horny because it's Jenny and Dots. And the choreography starts out with a spread eagle and then her scratching her crotch. Oh, yeah, true. But that's just a cat, baby. That is, no, that is just a cat. Yeah, but there's, but like, like, there's a lot of that humor in the movie that I just don't like. Because it's yeah. clearly, like, oh, ha-ha, fat person, gross, funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying that yeah. it was directly created to be... To make her the butt so, of the joke. Well, also, I was just saying, yeah. it was directly created as a sexual innuendo like yeah. it was like like even though that is a thing that cats do they like scratch themselves because of the spread eagle of it all the, it was designed yeah, to be there are, a sexual thing there yeah. are several scenes where like jenny annie dots is clearly doing something that's sexual body movement and the joke is like haha it's a fat person doing this yeah. 
and I hate it. The fat phobia really is just like, it's even worse than you could imagine. Cats is not friendly to fat people, but it's not that bad. And this is very bad. <laughs> sounds about right. It's real bad. Prudence. Miss Prudence is on the podcast right now. Do yeah. you have words for the podcast no, listeners, Miss Prudence? Just ditto? They've been chasing each other all night. Yeah, because Ditto likes to bully Prudence. Should we wrap this bad boy up? Do we have any final thoughts? Yeah, we are we are getting close to our half hour mark, which is classically our wrap up time. Annie, I final have, thoughts. Yes, I have three final thoughts. One, McCavity, played by Idris Elba, says "Yeehaw" he during sure the movie. Does. Two, I like the movie that more than I like the stage play. Three, it's a bad movie, but I was not bored. So, like, if someone is paying for your ticket, don't turn it down. Don't pay to go see this movie, but if someone's paying for your ticket, it's a fun ride. Tease. Similar to how people said about this in, like, reviews, how it felt simultaneously like the longest movie they've ever seen, but also the shortest movie they've ever seen. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, oh my god, when will this be over? But I was never, like, genuinely bored. Like, because there's been times when I've fallen asleep during movies, like, in the movie theater. But this, I was actually able to stay awake. And you know what it was? It was enough of a train wreck that there were things to focus on. So you know what? Yeah, if somebody offers to buy you your ticket, just go. This is a part of the meme for 20, like... You know, like, people are going to see this movie and, like, make jokes about it. And it's good to be in the know in this situation. So, if you have the chance, go for it. I love Cats the musical. And Cats 2019 is not a good movie. But I did get to sit in a theater and sing along to songs that I love while Tease looked in horror. And really... That's all I could have asked for. I'm going to include the Instagram link to where I posted all of the many faces of Tease reacting to Cats 2019. Several of which just include Teresa just like covering her face with her hand because she just like can't. And that was valid. It's just, it's not very good, but honestly, I enjoyed going to watch it with my friends and seeing some of these people who have not actually seen Cats before react to Cats 2019. It only works on the stage, baby. I don't think that Cats works as a movie. It loses some of the gravitas. And I hate heterosexuals. That's my final thought. I'm sorry, heteros, but you've ruined cinema heterosexuals you're not valid heterosexuals are not valid are we not gonna do our wrap-up we can yeah Yeah. let's wrap up you started off yeah i just like went on a tangent yeah yeah we have to do sound off i uh i forget like we have brain worms tonight i'm sorry well it's also i'm not used to recording with other people (laughs) if you would like to follow us on twitter 
you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impananada. Teresa, where can people follow me online? You can follow me on Vicuña, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. And you can also follow us on Tumblr, even though that's fake. You can send us your podcast ideas in DM via Twitter, either to one of us or to our account. Or you can email us at freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. Annie, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Books and Horror. I'm a locked account, so if you friend Follow request me you and like I don't know who you are, I might not accept your request, but I'm pretty good about accepting requests as long as like you're not a Nazi in your <laughs> in your bio. So go ahead and request a follow. I mostly tweet about Moby Dick and tabletop role playing games. You are valid. I love I love a tabletop role playing game. If you liked our theme song, that was Cold Sack Sunset by Hopefully Not Bad Lim on SoundCloud.com. That's my fucking wife. My wife. My wife. My wife. You can follow my wife. Well, you can't follow my wife on Twitter right now because they are banned for saying they want to punch a turf. But they will have a Twitter account before too long. I hope that they're going to make like a burner account because why not? But that was at Jimothy Jam was their previous account. And hopefully they'll get unbanned at some point and we can continue to plug Jimmy's Twitter account. Follow them on SoundCloud. Follow them on SoundCloud. We have a Kofi, ko-fi.com slash Fresh Podcast Market. If you want to help support the show by supporting me, supporting everyone, that's it. That's all the things. Thank you, Teresa and Annie, for going to see Cats 2019 for me for my Cats Chillerette party. You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Annie and Fanza. Everybody, it's time to delete Cats 2019 from your memory and watch The Lighthouse like right now. Please, it's time to watch the lighthouse. I thank you. Yeah, we're about to watch the lighthouse. Let's go, lighthouse time, bitches! Lighthouse, lighthouse, the gay on beat. Ravioli, ravioli, great barrier reef.